If you could do anything you wanted to do without anything holding you back, what would it be? Everyone has a purpose in life, and others want to hear the purposeful value that is in you. Now, here is the host of the Value in You show, your guiding coach and mentor, Ellis Kirkpatrick. Hi, everyone. How are you? I tell you, I'm trying to come up with some really great line to welcome you in. Um, when I first started out, I had my alive to roar, boring my clients. And, you know, I called everybody my pride and joy. And it's like, well, you still are, but not not quite the same in value in you. So I'm going to work on that. But I welcome you here today. I thank you. You're here. You know, this this is you're the reason I'm doing this podcast. It's not because I like to hear the sound of my voice. I can talk to myself anytime at home. I don't have to be on a show to do that. But I want to give you such value into your lives and help you improve your life so much. That's why I'm here. It's all about you. And today I have a special episode about strangers versus friends. And we'll get into that in a minute. But I want to know if you caught last week's show on Friday. It was kicking off the holiday season on um how to it was called how to survive the holidays and I, I hope you got some great information with that i want you to be sure and log into the show go to inspirechoices.com go to the chat room log in ask your questions just let's have some really good interaction time and i'll try and make sure i, I stay up to date here and keep looking at my screen so i can see your questions i missed one last week and someone asked about blended families and the holidays so next week we're going to talk about that we'll talk about blended families the holidays all the stuff that goes on with all of that hopefully i can give you some really great insights that are going to help make your holidays better so let's get started today on what i have for you okay oh i want to be sure and let you know the fourth friday and the last Friday, I always have something special going on, the fourth Friday through the holiday season and probably all the way into Easter. I'm giving me a little special uh, thing about Mary and Joseph, not the typical things, but getting into what's happening at the time. You know, is she seven months pregnant? What would she be doing? What's the journey like? All of that going on. What's up with Joseph? And and wanting to divorce her. I didn't think they were married yet. We talked about that last week. So when you watch the show last week, How to Survive the Holidays, you'll see that on there. And um, and then the ancestors, you know, we talked a little bit last week also about what your genealogy has to do with you today and why it matters. It's not all about just finding your pedigree, the people in your line, but how it directly affects you and how you think, what you do, and maybe it does or doesn't directly affect you. But that's always on the last Friday of every month, and we'll get into that. Today's show, today's show is about strangers. Um, so uh, let's see. Oh, I wanted to be sure and tell you to be sure to look on my website, www.lskirkpatrick.com, and I'll have the link for, for the sh shows here, the podcast. So finally, <laughs> getting into what we're talking about. Addressing the issues of strangers versus friends. Now, maybe you don't think that really is an issue, but you deal with it every day and you may not even realize that you deal with it. So I want to talk about what is a stranger? What is a friend? Who is your neighbor? 
You know, is it the person next door to you? Is it the person in line at the grocery store? Do you talk to strangers on an airplane or on the bus or other transportation? What about the person on the phone when you're paying a bill or talking to customer service? Are they strangers? Have they become friends? Are they acquaintances? You know, how about that person on the Zoom call or when you're in a class? There's people all around you. Are these strangers or friends? Maybe even some of your own family, you know? <laughs> they might be strange, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're a stranger. <laughs> so I want to give you some insights that I've learned over the years and also from my grandfather. So let me get into that part. When I was young, my mother told me that my grandfather always said, I have never met a stranger, only a friend I haven't known before. Now, that really impressed me. And I have to say that my family's, uh, my mom's family practiced that. It was obvious with them that they didn't look at strangers the same way you and I might look at them. Um, so let's explore this just a little bit more. Uh, what is a stranger? And I looked this up. And a stranger is one who is neither a friend nor an acquaintance. A stranger can be a foreigner, a newcomer, or an outsider. A stranger is one who is unaccustomed to or unacquainted with something specific, a novice. And this was from the American Heritage Dictionary of the English Language, 5th edition. Um, it put in quotes, a stranger to our language, no stranger to hardship. So a stranger is maybe just that, something that hasn't been um, someone you don't, don't know or someone who's new to something. Maybe you're a stranger to getting fit every day or a stranger to um, fixing your car. It just means that it's something unfamiliar. Um, I also found on the DiffSense.com website the difference between a friend and stranger. It says, a person other than a family member, spouse, or lover whose company one enjoys and towards whom one feels affection. Now, that doesn't mean that you're sexually attracted to them, but you have an affection of heart to them. Um, when used as nouns, Friend means a person other than a family member, spouse, or lover whose affection one, whose company one feels affection. Whereas a stranger means a person whom one does not know. And that's the whole thing right there. That was the part I wanted you to get. A stranger is just someone you don't know. What is a neighbor? A neighbor doesn't necessarily have to be the person who lives next door. A neighbor can be someone in the grocery store. Someone you drive by cars every day to and from work. Those can be your neighbors. Um, you know, I think Luke gives a really good example of this. And, and I'm going to read this because I really don't want to twist up my words and get him confused. It talks about the parable of the Good Samaritan. And, and I want you to hang on a little bit. We're going to get into the meat and potatoes of this, but we've got, got to kind of give you a little appetizer to get the background here. 
So on one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit life? And this is what Jesus answered. What is written in the law? Because they all followed the law. He replied, how do you read it? So he wasn't just saying what's written there, but he wanted to know how they interpreted themselves. So he answered, love the Lord God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. Okay. But it didn't stop there. He wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, well, who's my neighbor? I don't know if he said it that way, but that's kind of the way I took it. So Jesus gives the example of a man going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he was attacked by robbers. You have to remember, during this time, that was a very normal thing to happen. Anytime you traveled from one town to another, there were always robbers. There were always uh, people out just to be ornery and mean. Um, and so that was a normal occurrence in their time. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. I can't imagine living in a time like that. So Jesus gives examples. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he was traveling, he came to where the man was, he saw him, and he took pity on him. Now, these are all strangers. The men walking on the side, the guy that was robbed, all strangers with each other. So the Samaritan went to him, bandaged up his wounds, poured, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to the inn, and took care of him. So... The Samaritan had to walk the whole time, and I don't know how far they were from the next town. Then the next day, the Samaritan took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, look after him. And when I return, I'll reimburse you for any expenses you may have. That is a good stranger to have come and help you out. Now, Jesus asked him, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of the robbers? And the expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. And Jesus said, go and do likewise. Now, I know this is a Bible story, but I wanted to bring up something really important here. Do you know why Jesus used the example of a Samaritan for this expert in the law? I remember hearing a preacher talking about this, and it really kind of struck me. During that time, the Jews hated the Samaritan. Samaritans. They thought very little of them. So Jesus not only was teaching what was written in the law, what they understood, he was teaching how to treat each other, how to look at each other. He was also using the Samaritan as a good example because, let's face it, at that time, if you could love a Samaritan, you could love anybody. And that's my words, not anybody else's. But he wanted it to really stick into their minds that your neighbor is everyone. And I think that's where the saying for my grandfather came. 
I've never met a stranger, only a friend I haven't known before. And my grandfather, unbeknownst it to him and unbeknownst it to me until I was actually getting ready for this podcast, he was teaching me how to value life and how to value each other. So what is a friend? When I was 18 and working for Sears back in the late 70s, some of us got together after work and and just, you know, to hang out and get to know each other better. And one of my coworkers said that we were not his friends. Well, the three of us that were standing right there were kind of surprised. and, And we all said, but you're our friend. And one of them said, why aren't we your friend? And um, he said, you are acquaintances to me. And some people will only remain acquaintances to you. And that's okay. But he said, because I don't really know you, I don't know about your families. I don't know about your lives. We've really just met working here. We get along great and that's wonderful. But you're just an acquaintance to me. We haven't become good friends yet. And that really impacted me. Um, I never thought of people that way. I just considered everybody my friend. I considered, you know, everybody likes me. You know, I like everybody, but I found out life isn't really like that. Um, And he went on to talk about what a good friend was. He went on to talk about what a close friend was. And um, I want to to tell you a little something here i went and found this website socialself.com you know the internet is great yeah we just wouldn't have the knowledge um base that we have if we couldn't just go searching over it and on this one called socialself.com it talks about four levels of friendship talks about acquaintances the people you recognize and who recognize you you chat with them occasionally you make small talk Then there's casual friends. And these are the ones where you enjoy each other's company, you make plans to meet up. So this would have been like with our friend. We met up after work, we did things together, went hikes, but we weren't really impacted as close friends. The third one they have is close friends. You both feel able to reach out to each other at any time and you're happy to help each other in time of needs. You have a mutual sense of respect and appreciation. You both feel comfortable showing your true selves. Neither of you feels like you have to put on a mask or a false persona. Um, You ask one another for advice. You invite each other to important celebrations uh, like family things, uh, parties, birthdays. And you're very slow to judge one another. Then they go on to say research shows it takes around 200 hours of quality time to build close friendships. I think that depends on you and the other person myself. Then it talks about intimate friendship. And this is a friendship to trust, accept, and support one another no matter what. With an intimate friend, very few topics are off limits and the friendship is safe and familiar. And another term, of course, is best friend. And I thought these were really good examples of the different levels of friendship. Um, 
how they they um, affect each other. And next, I want to talk about going beyond that. And I want to be sure and talk about stranger danger. So um, when we return, we'll talk about those things. And I want you to know, this is L.S. Kirkpatrick, and you're listening or watching the Value in You podcast on InspiredChoices.com, InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And uh, we're every Friday at 1 p.m. Central. We're here, so check your time zone. Be sure and check into the chat room. And we'll be back right after the break. Maybe we'll be back Asking, before the break. is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes. We each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Value in You show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back. We've talked about what is a friend, what is a neighbor, what is a stranger. And I want to talk a little bit about stranger danger, that it's not just for kids. So before we had cell phones, stranger danger was a really big deal. It still is. There's nothing different about it. Um, but, uh, you know, now that we have cell phones, we feel a little safer that we can call anybody. But I want to tell you something about our, rel our, our realtor. We're looking for a place. Hopefully we found one now. It's been a lot of searching. But our realtor um, mentioned that uh, he could tell he was in a rural community. And I looked at him and I said, how can you tell that? He said, well, I was stopped here waiting for you to arrive. And along comes this pickup pulling a trailer. And he stops and asks if I needed help, if everything was okay. He says, you don't always get that in town if you're just sitting on the side of the road. People are suspicious, wondering what you're doing sitting there. You know, and who wouldn't be there? I'm sure the driver was wondering what was going on. But the difference was he stopped 
to check on somebody. Now that sounds like a good neighbor to me. I want to have neighbors like that that will stop and ask if somebody needs help. Um, you know, if you have a flat tire on the side of the road, you've got cell phones now, we can call for the help. But it's always nice to have a stranger. And another good example of this is um, earlier uh, last month, I think it was, when we first started getting the rains, you know, if it hasn't rained for four months, which it hadn't, all of a sudden it rains, the roads are slippery because of all the oil and grease and everything that's on the roads. And as we were coming around the corner, looking at another place, we saw this car off in the ditch and we were surprised with all the vehicles around that nobody had stopped to help. But most of the vehicles we saw were cars. We have a big pickup with a winch and all of that on there. So we stopped and helped them. Now, these people are, are off the side of the road. They're kind of up the hill in the dirt. They're definitely, the road's going straight ahead and they're coming at it from the side. So they really spun out hard and got stuck there. So we get out, talk to them. Nobody speaks English. So I found the app on my phone, loaded it up so we could talk and found out what happened and where they were going. In the meantime, my husband's getting everything set up, looking at the vehicle, knowing how to pull him out. We both worked for the fire department. So, you know, volunteers there. So we knew how to, how to handle that safely. Um, but they were so grateful that complete strangers stopped to help them get out of the dish and get them back on the road. And we didn't know them. They were strangers to us. And that's something I want to talk about um, when we come back is the perspective of you are a stranger too. It's not just the other way around. Um, so, yeah, I like the, the uh, what I said earlier, you know, in the first part of the show about how, how my grandfather taught us the value of each person. Now, somebody asked me one time, what does that mean? I've never met a stranger, only a friend I haven't known before. Well, my grandfather knew how to value people. He knew that each person is no different than we are. You know, we might have different likes, different things we do, different way of perspective, looking at things, but we all have the same need of wanting to be loved, cared for, accepted, things like that. And if you look at people as another human being, just like you, you start looking at them different. Now, going to the stranger danger, you know, you can't just treat everybody like super great close friends because you don't know anything about them yet. But don't be afraid, you know, be careful. See where you're at. Public settings are good because you've cut other people around you there. Um, how many of you talk to a stranger on the bus, on the airplane, um, standing in line at the airport, maybe um, standing in line at the bank, at the grocery store, when you're grocery shopping? Do you ever ask a stranger to reach something on the shelf for you because you just can't reach it? Um, you know, I've talked to strangers asking them, why they choose that specific brand in their cart because I really was trying to figure out what to get something the first time I'd ever used it, whether it's a spice or something else. Um, I don't have any problem talking to strangers. Now, my husband, when we first met, he was like, I don't understand you at all. How do you just talk to people in line? You don't know them. 
And I go, well, I'm never going to get to know them either if I don't talk to them. I mean, and that's what we're doing. What about in church? What about on on Zoom calls, um, events that you go to, uh, concerts you go to? You know, these are all, most of the people there are strangers. You don't really know them that well. And the only way to make friends is to first say hi to a stranger. Um, and And you have to look at yourself too, because you are a stranger to them. They don't know you. They don't know anything about you. They don't know what you're like. You know, um, if you kind of put the shoe on the other foot as the expression goes, now you're the one who's the stranger. You're the one who everybody doesn't know anything about. And I think if we look at strangers as something to always be afraid of, we start devaluing each other. And when we do that, I think we lose so much in learning um, about each other and about our neighbors and about our world and about ourselves. I was just recently at an event. I made four new friends there. I have people that gave me their numbers and we call each other. Um, we're still in the acquaintance stage, but you have to become acquaintance before you can become good friends. But it's wonderful. We're talking and we're sharing and we're not afraid to sit by each other. Even my husband talked to the person next to him and got to know them. And, and that's just wonderful to look and see that happening, to see life, to see people value each other and care about each other. And it was a really great event. And I think it was a great event because we put in the effort to do more than just sit back and be afraid of who's ever sitting next to us and and setting up that barrier that's there. Um, you don't have to become instant friends. You don't have to become friends past the event, but being cordial and accepting people for who they are first and getting to know them makes such a difference in your attitude on how you feel around others. Now, I do know, I do know that, that for a fact that people do have anxieties about something like that. And that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. Everybody has their own way of looking at the world. And if it's scary and intimidating and stresses you out, then please, please don't do things that are going to hurt yourself mentally or mental health. You've got to take care of yourself. But if you just haven't been talking to anybody because... You don't know why, because they're a stranger, because you don't talk to people in line. I found some of the funniest people standing in line. And sometimes you just need that little bit of a break to feel relaxed, to de-stress. And um, those are some fun ways to do it, actually. <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm laughing. I'm thinking of a time I was standing and um, it was like a 7-Eleven when they were first coming out. And I'm obviously very pregnant at the time. And um, uh, the person that, that I was um, shopping for, our <laughs> neighbor, asked me to get him a can of, of chewing tobacco. And it's like, okay, I will because, you know, he'd been helping us all day. And it's okay, I'll do that. 
but I also wanted some ice cream for myself. You know, that was that was my go-to when I was praying, lots of ice cream. So I'm standing in line, and it's hot out. It's, it's the middle of summer, and the clerk is trying to go as fast as I can. It's just everybody decided to go to the store at the same time. They're hot. They're getting cold drinks, anything, just to kind of beat the heat. And so we're standing in line, and, and everybody's kind of joking and making, you know, just trying to find ways to to not be angry about the heat and just to lighten things up a little bit. And we get to this to the checkout and I put my ice cream there, I put the can of skull there and the checkout clerk, she goes, you know, chewing tobacco is really bad for you, right? And I go, yeah, but when you're pregnant, you just get these amazing cravings. Everybody busted up laughing. I, I didn't chew tobacco, but it was just a fun way to, just to release some of the stress and anxiety from the heat of the day. And that's all you're doing. You're just enjoying each other's company and, and just living in the moment and enjoying life. So when we get back, I want to talk more about the value of a stranger or friend and help you see a little different perspective in it. So I am Alice Kirkpatrick, and you're listening to or watching the Value in You on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Be sure and go to the chat room. Make sure you, you sign in and we'll get some uh, uh, feedback from you. And I'll be right back after the break. We'll see you then. <laughs> You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes. We each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Oh, I love having fun during the little breaks that we have. It's so good. What a great, great way to do this. I want you to be sure and go to my um, 
uh, website, www.elliskirkpatrick.com. Um, during the break, it talks about some of the courses that I have. You can find them on there. I can help you write a book, get it published. We can go to number one, tell you the steps to get there. It takes a lot of work on your part, but that's the fun of it. You know, and I'm there every step of the way. I don't just say, go do this and then leave you alone. Well, I'll leave you alone because you have to write. But um, I'll be there with you. I also have the one on finding your purpose. Uh, it's called finding your me. And this helps you find your purpose in life. And then once you find your purpose, what do you do with it? How do you go about it? How do you take actions? So those are, are some of the courses that I have. And you'll find them on www.lskirkpatrick.com. And you can check out my books that are there too. So let's go on with the third part of strangers, friends, neighbors. So when you look at strangers as a friend you haven't ever met before, you take on a different perspective. Um, you no longer perceive the strangers as the enemy. Um, you know, Google Google strangers and see what you come up with. Um, it's It was interesting. Let me go back to that definition. Um, stranger is also one who is unaccustomed or unacquainted with something specific. That's all a stranger is. They just don't know. Think about going to a different country. I've met some of the most amazing people in other countries. And... Um, some, you know, we've stayed friends. Some were only acquaintances like we talked about before in the first part of the show. So my grandfather, as I said, my grandfather valued people as they are. He didn't expect things from them. And he didn't expect them to be a certain way. He took them at base value. You know, sometimes you do that. You meet strangers become acquaintances then they become friends and maybe you leave it at that maybe that you don't have the same values aligned or they're at a different part of their journey than you are so things just don't align right and that's okay it's good to just have friends it's good to have neighbors that are there doesn't mean you have to be in each other's business all the time that's what your super close best friend is for <laughs> but even then you know where the boundaries are um yeah, my grandfather had had a gift for the knowledge to value people. And I think that's a really good thing to do. You know, at my grandmother's and my grandfather's funeral, there were as many people outside as there were inside the church. And that church was packed everywhere. It was packed. And I had never seen anything like that before. In fact, it, my grandmother's was the first funeral I'd gone to, and I didn't understand why all these people were there. And these were friends. They were also neighbors. They were all strangers to me. I didn't know who they were. Um, so that was a little uncomfortable because I didn't understand what all was going on at the time. But they knew my grandfather. They knew my grandmother. They knew how they were treated. Um, I am sorry, I want to say Napoleon Hill, but I'm not sure that's the right person. Uh, no, I, I 
I'm just, I'm not going to do the quote unless I know who it comes from. Um, but, well, okay, I'll tell the quote and I will look up who it's from and, and I'll tell you next week. Um, so the quote goes on the basis that people will not remember always what you say or what you do, but they will always remember how you treated them. And that's how my grandfather and grandmother treated people. They treated them with value. They treated them with kindness. They let them know that they were good neighbors to them. Um, uh, one of the properties we were looking at, I'm, I'm walked out to the back to find out what's going on. It's got some anchorage on it and there's all this noise going on. It's like, I don't want to buy a place. It's going to have noise all the time. Do I have heavy construction and whatnot's going on? So I walked back there and it was just this little bobcat that was being used to move some dirt around. And the gentleman came over and we started talking. Now we are strangers to each other, but we extended a hand of friendship to each other. And we talked together and it's like, this might be a good place to get because there are friendly neighbors here. Um, so you have to kind of think of things like that. Um, you know, going back to the funeral, those people were not only there to say goodbye to my grandmother and then two years later to my grandfather, but they were there to support the family, even if they didn't need us, need us. Sorry, even if they didn't know us, they were there to support us, to offer help if they could, um, uh, uh, heartfelt comfort. They were being good neighbors and they were being good friends to our grandparents because they were friends with our grandparents. They were strangers to us. They were neighbors to us, but they knew the right thing to do was to be there if we needed them and needed help with anything. And that's actually a really great comfort to have is to have people around who will just step up and do what they can in your time of need and in your time of joy and rejoicing. You know, we're not, not just there for only the good times. That would be more of an acquaintance um, and maybe, you know, some neighbors to help out, but to be a really good friend and to get to know you've, got to first say hi to that stranger you've got to shake hands across the fence and and get to know each other and see what's there um you know the golden nugget i have and i have it hanging up right here in front of me and it's you matter you are valuable you are worthy you are enough so you need to be kind to yourself and you need to be kind to others. It's it's so important to treat each other like we have value. You want to be treated like you have value. Um, and it's too easy. I think too often we've let the fear that's out there um, take over. And as I said before, I am now looking at fear as a hologram. Something that is there. It looks real. It looks tangible that you can stick your arm right through it. And if it's big enough, you can walk right through it. It's not real. Fear is there to keep us from harm and danger. And yes, there is stranger danger. You have to be careful. When we were in New York, um, 
one of the uh, Uber drivers there told us what to be careful with, how to behave, and talked about stranger danger a little bit, but he did it in such a kind way. In fact, that's something I want to tell you about. I am so excited. I finally have am getting the cover done for the book. It's called The Best Strangers in New York City. And I, I want to talk about that. I want to write a book about it because I know I grew up with a stigma that New York is full of strangers. Nobody helps each other. There's horror stories I've heard about people getting hurt and other people just walking by and not wanting to get involved, kind of like the Good Samaritan thing, you know, going to the other side of the road. And when I was younger, it infuriated me. Why would people do that? All you have to do is just go help. You know, if you've got one person there hurting somebody else, you got 10 or 20 people on the sidewalk who can go over in there and say, hey, stop it, you know. And I understand there's a danger in doing that. You can inflict self-harm, but um, I'm not going to get into that on this show. But what I'm talking about is, you know, we have the stigma of, of New York City. You know, I had it. I don't know about you and that it's crowded and dirty and all of this other stuff. When I went there, I was so shocked. There are trees almost on every street. Um you know, the concierge at the hotels was kind and helpful and courteous. And that may be their job, but I have been to hotels in other places that that was their job. And they were not as kind and courteous as they were in New York. Um, the Uber drivers and the taxi drivers, there was three that didn't talk, didn't say anything, except we're here, you know, open the door for you. And that was about it. Then you had the ones who took the time to say hi and engage a little bit, like the Uber driver who stopped. And before we got out, he said, I would like to give you some advice if you're willing to listen to it. And we were. It was great advice. You know, don't go hugging the characters that look like Disney characters because people in, he said, people in New York are very talented. And we know that he was talking about pickpockets and things like that. They're everywhere. They're not just in New York. Um, but he was kind to do that. And and in the book I've written, The Best Strangers in New York City, I actually am talking about real people that I met who are no longer strangers. They were so kind. They were so helpful. Um, and they went beyond. And the biggest part of it, one of... One of my friends said to me, you are so engaging. I listened to you talk to them and you asked questions and you wanted to know about their life. And I'm like, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? And they're like, you're so, you're so unique, Lynn. <laughs> LS, you are so unique. And yes, I said, Linda, that is my name. <laughs> I go by LS for all the reasons and stuff. So we're going on another break. And I want you to know <laughs> this is LS Kirkpatrick. You are listening or watching the Value in You show on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. And we'll be right back after the break. Be sure and go to the chat room and log in and, and be a part of the conversation. You've completed college or university, or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? 
You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Alice will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Alice Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Wow, that's just great. That's great. I, I love to have the interaction from the audience and and what you have to say, your opinions on this. Um, you know, it's it was really a little bit difficult at first talking to what I thought in my mind was I'm talking to my laptop, but I'm not, I'm talking to you and I see the value in you and, and you're wonderful and amazing. And I want you to see the value in yourself and you just light me up. (laughs) That's all there is to it. You just light me up and make my day a friend of mine, (laughs) just a wonderful friend, Santa. And, she says, what is your forever song? First time I'd ever heard them. It's like, oh, I don't know. Well, I knew what my song was. A song that stayed with me since I was little. And, and I have to say, it's this little light of mine. Because I want to shine for everybody. I want you to get the value from me so you can have more value in you. You know, I've talked about that before. Value is always there. It does not run out like energy does. In fact, the more that when you give value away, the more value you get back into yourself. You just never run out of it. And, um, you know, I, I love that my grandfather taught me that without even realizing that's what he was doing. It is discovering the value in each other and the value of a stranger. Um, you know, we've talked about about what a stranger is, what a neighbor is, what a friend. You know, um, the one website that said there are four different levels of friendship. Um, and we've talked about stranger danger. We were just talking about that. And, and um, in my book, The Best Strangers in New York City, um, I'm, I'm still writing it. So I'm going to kind of invite you along on the process of it. But I want to highlight certain people that were there. Um, you know, just talking to someone. There's someone I just talked to as a concierge at another place, and he gave me a valuable nugget about say it out loud, pursue what you want to do, and go for it. You know, and once you've said it, it's out there. Just keep going for it. Um, uh, some of you know that I want to play at Carnegie Hall, and I'm working, you know, getting all the the prep work done and, and getting some other uh, musicians along to go with me to play there. I'm so excited for it. This is something I wanted to do when I was a youngster. And um, and you'll read in the book how it got to got to be and what's all involved with that. But sometimes you just need to 
just say hi, encourage somebody. You know, I love the one song. Oh gosh, I just happened to think of this song. Um, it's a country western song, and it's about the woman on the bus with the kids, and the kids are running around, and she's looking ragged. Well, you don't know her story. You may think at first, why doesn't she get those kids under control? What's wrong with her? Well, maybe she just lost her husband, and she's in the early morning, morning as in sorrowful stages of being alone. Maybe it's a woman who she just found out her husband was cheating on her or her wife was cheating on her. And now she's trying to figure out what to do. And she just doesn't have the energy to handle the kids. I think we need to give each other a little bit of grace. You know, maybe the man that, that looks sad and lonely and maybe his wife just passed away. You don't know what's going on. Um, yes, you do have to be careful who you sit next to and what you do. You know, maybe if there's two of you, it can be a little braver talking to somebody. You do have to be careful. You know, when I was younger, I, I would talk to anybody. I really didn't know about stranger danger. Places I grew up, we just didn't have that much of a problem. Um, and the time that I was growing up, it was still there, but it wasn't something that we impressed upon our children like we do now. And I would, I would talk to anybody, maybe not the smartest thing to do, but sometimes I knew right away that, okay, I've said hello, but this is not something to pursue. Back off and go a different direction. Um, you do have to protect yourself. You do have to be careful. But sometimes it's okay to just say hi to the person in the line, you know. <laughs> I just thought of another funny story. The gentleman who was carrying a bag of dog food and someone asked him, well, what are you going to do with that bag of dog food? And I thought, I know you're trying to make conversation, but it was just kind of a strange question. And he goes, you know, I just have a few in my pocket. And every time I get hungry, I just pop one in my mouth and he put something in his mouth and chewed it. And the lady that asked him the question was just shocked. And she turns around. She didn't know how to handle it. He turns around and looks at me and he goes, they're just candies. <laughs> and he just had little mint candies in his pocket. But it was, it was pretty funny. Made my day. Lightened it up. You know, sometimes over the years I've been in a store and the person in front of me was short like a quarter or 50 cents. And I just reach in my purse and pay it. I mean, what's the big deal? It's just a few coins. And it's nice to help each other out. I know there's people that have helped me out at different times with little things. And, and I appreciate that. I appreciate being neighborly and helpful. Um, you know, I see the look on people's faces. They don't want charity, but you're not giving charity. You're being a neighbor. You're just being kind to each other. You know, it's just some change. And, you know, okay, so... The one time I paid for somebody's groceries because they lost their wallet. They couldn't find it. And they thought it was out in the car. I says, you know what? I'll I'll take this. If it's in your car, then you just pay it forward and pay for somebody else next time. And she about started crying. I said, it's okay. You know, we've all been in places. I know one time I left my whole purse at home, run up to the grocery store for a couple of things. I knew the grocery clerk, so we were okay. I just, you know, went after I got the groceries, I came back and paid for everything. They knew me like that. But 
How did they know me? Because I took the first step to say hello. And we became friends. And I spoke with them. I didn't didn't go through, kept my head down, and then went on. Um, you know, I took the time to value people, to know who they are and what they are. So be sure and stay tuned for my book that's coming out, The Best Strangers in New York City. And I'll let you know how the progress is going as I'm, I'm getting it forward. And um, I just really thank you for being here, listening to my podcast, watching my podcast, wherever you are. And be sure and, and come in and, and join the conversation. Join the chat room. Um, go to my website and see what we're talking about. And let's say hello and become more than just neighbors. Let's at least get to that acquaintance part. <laughs> and I would like to see you. <laughs> so thank you for being here on my show today, The Value in You Podcast. Know that next week's show, we're going to talk about blended families and the holiday things you can, holidays, things you can do, what's coming up. And um, we'll just see you next time on The Value in You Show on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Be sure to join the chat room. You have a great day, and, and oh, I see I need to keep going. All right, good. Let me get some more time with you. Ah, I love that. I love that. So let me give you my quote again from my grandfather. I've never met a stranger, only a friend I haven't known before. And start valuing people. Remember that you are a stranger to others. They don't know you. You're wonderful, you. They don't know what you're all about, what you do. You know, there's only one way to find out, and that's just to go up and say, hi, I'm Alice Kirkpatrick. Well, use your name, of course. <laughs> and just talk. Find out where they're from. Find out if they've always lived there. Find out what kind of things they like. You know, maybe you have some things in common that you didn't know about. It's, it's just amazing what what conversations can take place. And remember, sometimes the conversations are just for that moment in time. You'll never see them again. Or you might see them, but you'll say hi and wave. Don't be afraid. Don't let, let fear itself. If there's something that's telling you no, then listen to that little voice inside of you. Um, but I really appreciate We'll see you next time on The Value in You Show. Thank you for listening to The Value in You Show. Ellis returns Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember that you have great value, you are worthy, and you are enough. <laughs>